0: And it is the Kerrville Podcast. And we are at curvillepodcast.com This is episode 29 of the Kerrville Podcast here. Can't believe we're already 29 episodes in, John. Already.
1: Moving on up, video, YouTube.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We are on YouTube now on the Kerrville Podcast YouTube channel. So make sure that you uh subscribe to that. That way you get an email every time we go, we drop a new video. We're dropping two a week right now. Uh, We're also on Anchor, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts as well. And you can also get to curvilpodcast.com through the Jam Broadcasting website now at jambroadcasting.com as well. And you can also watch these videos at curvilpodcast.com because they're automatically embedded into the episode. It's pretty cool. Almost instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is almost instantly. It's so crazy how this stuff works, how it all ties together now uh babe's seafood bucket opened about what six months ago now it's been about six months ago since it opened up and uh we're here with sarah Sedillo. and she's here she is our special guest today on the podcast we're so glad that she's here uh john barrera is here as always as well and i'm here mike taylor and it is time to go ahead and kick this thing off we do have some questions for sarah so we'll let john go ahead and and uh, kick off the first question here. So go ahead, John. Well, I was going to start and say, you know, what do you do? What do you provide? But this is
1: a Kerrville podcast now.
0: It is the Kerrville podcast, yes. So and we can talk about anything. It yeah. doesn't just have to pertain to your business. Yeah. But you know, it is. It would be kind of nice to know a little bit more about Babe Seafood Bucket and how it got started and everything. Yes. So, so uh, John, go go ahead. Uh, yeah. Whatever you, whatever questions you have, man. Yeah. How important is it um, to provide to Kerrville
1: through Babe Seafood?
2: Well, to, to me, when, you know, because I'm from Florida, you know, most of my years had been over there. I was, girl was hungry. I said, you know what?
0: <laughs> awesome. I said. where this is going already. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I said, girl is hungry. I said, you know what? What they don't got around here is some seafood. I mean, yes, there's other seafood places, but not my seafood. So uh, I sat and thanked, couldn't. Uh, couldn't sleep for about a month, and then it was just every day, every night. I, I was up by 3 in the morning saying, man, I, I, need, I need to open up a restaurant. Yeah. This is going to be it. I, I, I know I can do it. Went to go look at a little building. The, the landlord told me, say, he goes, nope, that ain't the one. I said, yes, this is the one. He goes, no, it's not. He goes, this is the one for you. Went and showed me a bigger building right downtown, 225 Earl Garrett, and he said, this is your place. I said, I can't afford it. He goes, yes, you can. You can do this. So, and then it went from there. And
0: so, you had support from your landlord Yeah. on I, this before you even had the building.
2: Well, yeah, he wanted money to <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. I, yeah of, I guess. He was trying to rent out his big building. This is real. being real here on the
0: podcast today. So, yeah, he did want money. And, you know, but he did see something in you, too.
2: Yeah, he, you know, he did. I mean, I'm really grateful for even my mom and, um yeah, she she you know like I've uh, I've always been the black sheep. So uh me
0: too. Yeah, yeah so, we have something hey, in common yeah, there, yeah. Sarah. So so yeah.
2: yeah, for a long time, you know, everybody was. uh She's always helped everybody else. So this one time, it like she goes, you know what? I'm gonna help you do this, and she did. And then with the landlord, I mean, everything was just falling into place. You know. Yeah. So that's how babes started by a girl being hungry. By <laughs> a girl. <laughs>
0: you know what and I, I love i love seafood as well oh yeah yeah i'm a huge seafood fan i always have been i love fish when i was five years old mm-hmm. you know five six seven eight nine ten years old my grandpa every year for my birthday we'd have to have fish fried fish for my birthday perch man and, uh, when i was about 10 years old i started eating crab legs and I, I had to have crab legs. All, I just love the taste of crab legs. There's just nothing to me that is as good as crab legs. Yeah, and, I
2: gave you crabs. <laughs> <laughs> oh I man. gave you crabs.
1: <laughs> I like crab better than lobster. <laughs> you know, I don't get too much lobster. But.
0: Yeah, well, I mean the and the crab legs at Babe Seafood Bucket, they have uh, a different taste mm-hmm. than. I mean, they are so good and so sweet, and they they're they're the perfect kind of spicy. When, when you crack one of these crab legs open, and you know how it is with, with regular crab legs, you, you crack one of the crab legs open and you take that first bite. It, there's no bite that's better than that first bite. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? But then hers are good the entire time that you're eating. I mean, they're always good the entire time. But there's just something about that first bite that is so much better than normal crab legs when i when i so what's your secret sarah let's let's
2: it's all the love that i put into (laughs) my cooking tell us your secrets on the (laughs) podcast (laughs) it's just the love that i put into it people don't take pride in their cooking and to me it's like i haven't found the right one to be my backup i mean so me it's me cooking it and i cook it with pride and yes there are a few little ingredients but we ain't gonna get into that (laughs) Because I don't need nobody else copying me. Right, But right. yeah, uh, yeah. I try to keep it juicy and tasty.
1: So you're in the kitchen the whole time?
2: The whole time. Yeah,
1: she's yeah. always there. She's always at babe seafood bucket. Mm-hmm. Usually the owner is, you know, pointing fingers and running things.
2: Oh, no, not this one. You see, I, I was a poor one time.
0: <laughs> so, so you didn't come from money. Uh, no,
2: I didn't come. I come from hard work. And then and, 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 uh, the my dad always taught me, hey, You want something, you got to work for it. And then whenever I get up to the level where I can relax, it probably won't be never because I'm thick headed. You know, I like to do everything myself and it's be done right. I mean, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be in there.
0: So So how did you get to, to Kerrville, Sarah?
2: What ha- happened was I uh, met this guy on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> no, that's, oh, yep, that's no, how it always starts.
0: Yep, that's how it always Hey,
2: it was on the online <laughs> girl. He, no, no, no. He was selling a washer and dryer. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. I got the whole goddamn house. <laughs> 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 oh man. So I got the whole doggone house. You either go big or go home.
0: Man. So, yeah. That's- Love it. Okay, so so then you moved here. Mm hmm. No,
2: we moved to Fredericksburg, San Antonio, but you know, he had women problems. He was a hoe. He was a hoe. No. So, how he ended up here in Kerrville is because it's a retirement community. We yeah. had to get him from there over here. You had to get we- him? <laughs> Man. He's a good. <laughs> Man, no, but you know what? He's a good husband. You know, you you. Could, uh, oh, you're still uh, with him, y'all. Yeah, yeah. He he changed completely. You know, and uh, that's okay, what and people peop-
0: people can change. But, yeah. but people, people can don't change. realize yeah. you
2: you don't meet your prince charming right there and then. It takes work, and yeah. a woman builds the type of man she wants them to be. And you know what? You can live happily ever after. Same thing with a female. You know, everybody ain't mama material, but a woman ends up growing to be a better person. That is very
1: true. But
2: you got to stick with them. So you pretty much mold your partner into the type of person that you want to be with. And you know what? It it happens. I'm a walking story of that.
0: And you have to invest into your whatever relationship, Mm -hmm. just like anything else. If you want anything else in life. When it comes to your relationship, you have to invest in that relationship either. If you yeah. don't, if you stop investing, that's when the relationship falls apart.
2: Yeah, nobody wants to put in the work anymore. They just uh, hop yeah. from one person to another, to another, to another. That's so
1: true. Yeah. Me and my wife started, we met waiting tables.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and now we're trying to close on our first home, man. That's top. awesome. When we yeah. met, I was drinking. I'm going on five years sober. So you were a hoe. I, well, before her, I was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just I swearing. was socially active, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that was before. I'm sorry, baby.
0: Hey, it's the the Curve Roll Podcast. Hey. You never know. It's now. Yeah. it yeah. is yeah. now. Well, yeah. she she
2: tamed your ass. That's all she that's did. Good she, is she did.
1: <laughs> she did. Um, so, people who want to start a business that don't have any money and say it's impossible. I'm never going to have a restaurant. I can't because I don't have any money. What do you tell those people who are giving up on their dreams?
2: Um, to me, God, which I should have said it in the beginning, God God was, was my biggest thing. You don't have to have money to have favor. And I'm a big believer in that. You don't have to have any money. I started it with zero money. To have favor when you know people here left and right, God sends you people and, and and they'll be, hey, here, like all my equipment, I didn't have money for it. I was given and they said, You pay me when you get started.
0: It kind of manifested.
2: It sure did. It sure did. So yeah. like, like that's what I'm saying. You don't have to have money to have favor. Or your your best uh lender is God, because then all of that follows, I mean, it all comes together. Like seriously comes together. So uh, I was really blessed. Even the landlord gave me like two months free, so man, uh, all, all, all just to that get going, man, so that is when, so awesome. It when, is, man. when you're meant to do something and God gives you a plan, God gives you an idea, you 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 don't be scared. I was scared as hell. Even uh, what about uh two months ago when I thought, hey, this ain't gonna work out. No, I had so many people encouragement me uh, that were encouraging me and uh the and. The, the people that have been the most encouraging was the Humble Fork down the street. Hugo, Miss Lorraine Lamone. Uh She has been a, a very great supporter. Other people like Jim and Jack that uh, performed there. I mean, even the uh, Fairy Moon that's my neighbor. Like, everybody. I mean, Kerrville is, like, awesome. Isn't the most it? giving yeah. people I've ever met. This has been, you know, I can keep stuff in my yard and nobody would be stealing it. Exactly, and, and <laughs> other places aren't like
0: that. <laughs> I had yeah. little
2: gnomes outside, and then them little suckers were running off. I kind of <laughs> thought that they might be alive, you know, like in that Travelocity. Yes.
0: They were traveling, the, uh, traveling I said, These the world.
2: Shit, they're alive. Are they walking
0: off? Or
1: you know, somebody
2: <laughs> oh, was stealing oh, them. But yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so where did you, you come from?
2: Uh, well, I started uh, when I was born. It was the projects yeah. of the Minnesota courts in the west side of San Antonio. Okay. From there, my parents moved to Pleasanton, Texas.
0: Okay. Man. I was wondering if you were from Louisiana. That's why I was no, asking. No, no, no. Well, because you got the Cajun thing going on with the food.
2: Well, that's because, you know, I'm a, I'm a bag of M&Ms. You see, I have many different races, and you don't know. I don't even know if I said it right.
0: No, <laughs> that's okay. It's okay. You
2: know, I'm just a bag yeah. of and MM. So, you know, we I have different culture in my family. So, you know, with all that, my dad was a big cook. So was my mom. So with all that, I've always put So you had
0: that. So so did they cook Cajun food?
2: Uh my dad uh cooked all types of food. So did my mother. Okay. Hers, she's uh Mexican and white. My dad had Sicilian, Jamaican, and some Mexicans. So wow. Okay. We we were, you know, we just come from that kind of family. Uh and what else? Okay, so I was in Pleasanton, Texas, for about six years. So we ain't gonna say too much about that, you know. I've I had a lot of bad run-ins and.
0: Hey, nobody I mean, no, no, Hey, go ahead. Mike, it's please. okay. I mean, nobody's perfect.
1: Did no. you come? Yeah. I mean, look at you, man. Yeah, you, you you're running seen, Jam. <laughs> Listen to Mike's, Mike. Mike. Well, I'm not tell running Jam, but well, um, I mean, I mean, you're running Mike <laughs> FM. I mean, yeah. you're, you're running ninety-nine-one Mike FM and. If, if you've ever listened to him talk about where he's come from, what he's been through yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I was in the ringer, you know, my my family wrote me off when I was 18, 19 years old, they thought I was going to prison, they thought I was prison bound Oh, wow. uh, everybody but me out there thought I was prison bound mm-hmm. and I literally got up in, until like I had pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it to where I was going to court and I thought I was going to prison that day like I, was, I had already accepted the fact that I was going and somehow the probation officer liked me for some reason.
2: that's called favor
0: and she saw something in me, and she begged the judge to not send me and give me one more chance Shoot. and I took that chance and only screwed up a couple more times and uh, got off probation and just and I still didn't quit drinking after that you know it was about another three years until I finally gave it up but yeah yeah uh, 2012 was uh july 17 2012 was the last day i drank so i'm coming up on 10 years alcohol free and all of my travel my, all of my legal problems that i had in my teens and early 20s all of them were from drinking you know so i got rid of the alcohol and then all that all that stuff all those legal problems i used to have just disappeared imagine that they all just disappeared so uh-huh. i've been i've been lucky ever since so when you say, you know, that you had some troubles, you know, with Pleasanton, it's okay. <laughs> you know, and and I mean, just look at how far you've come.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I was uh, a drug addict. I was uh, everything bad in the book. You know, people said I wasn't going to become nothing. I wasn't nothing. I was stupid because uh, I couldn't hear right. But back then, I didn't know that I had hearing problems. until when I went to the doctor, I said, hey, you know what? You got a deformed ear. I was like, shit.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> And then about my scene, I uh, went to the doctor, and uh, everything was just always backwards. You know, I'm I'm really bad dis I have bad dyslexia, so you know, from being told, "Hey, you're not going to become nothing," and all that I had went yeah. through from being locked up as a teenager, and and all despite all that, um, which it brings me back, like what you say, you know god didn't choose just punks to be uh to represent him he took the baddest of the baddest to be yeah. good at what they do because nobody not break them when they were bad nobody can break you when you're good so you know you go far
0: churches don't open their doors to for for the holy people
2: <laughs> messed up torn up on the floor up like yeah us.
0: that's why they open their doors <laughs> that's that's why they open it to save people uh-huh. You know, to save people from going down that road and, to, and to, the, the, the the people that are already on that road are already on that road. Yeah, yeah. I ain't you know?
2: perfect, still ain't perfect. Yeah. I got a lot of work to do. Me, but too. You know what? Yeah. me too, Sarah. I'm, I'm still just making, it's the effort that we put in to get, to do better. That's, yeah. I think that's what God sees. is is the effort that we make so we can do better. You know, of course we're gonna, excuse me, we're gonna be screwing up every day, but it's just the effort that we put in to make it right do better more and more and more
1: and more. That's so powerful. And I do want to take this moment because, you know, I, I haven't even said this on the podcast before, but, um, you know, I, I come up here and we, we, we talk to a lot of people and, and, um, uh, you know, I have, you know, I'm coming up on five years sober. And before I was, I was so selfish drinking a lot, you know, yeah. just focused on me and, and, uh, I tore up many relationships <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, I just, I just want to say I'm far from perfect. I'm I'm very far from perfect, but I do work on myself every single day to be the best daddy and best husband. Mm-hmm. And um,
0: I don't know. I just didn't want to let everybody and know. And that's all we can do. Mm-hmm. You know, here's all three of us have have faced our fair share of issues. You know, all three of us have. If not,
2: put me a little house like Madea on the well, outside of the Burley Gates. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: be okay you know we we can only we can only punish ourselves uh, so much for that. You know, the the punishment for for that that we received, if we received punishment for the way we used to be when we were young and dumb, is nothing compared to the way that we've punished ourselves. I can say that firsthand personally. Mm, It's so true. I I have punished myself and beat myself up over this, and I still do it. I still beat myself up over to this day. You know so the punishment received is no nowhere near that. I just want to say that real quick. No that's uh, great.
2: Yeah and by you saying that, you know, me, you know, like I said I wasn't the best parent. I was a drug addict. You know, I love my kids very much and, you know, went through issues with them, CPS and all that. They're grown now. They love me. I support them. I take care of them, you know, as they're adults and stuff. But, you know, I'm trying to give back. I get try to give back there you go. Uh, yeah. a lot to like the Hill uh the the Hill Country Country Youth Ranch and stuff like that. And even to homeless people. So whenever I see people who haven't been through struggle, but yet they're giving, it just, uh, it just like, I'm wow, you know, because I already know the struggle. So I'm giving. You've been there. I've been there. And the deal with (laughs) Kerrville, they're such giving people. And I know the the majority of people really haven't uh, been through struggle, but they have a heart, they have compassion. And I I mean, I, I put, Curve up in a pedestal here. This is the most amazing place I've ever lived.
0: There's like a bubble. As soon as you get into the hill country and you're driving down I-10, it's not just a weather bubble because we don't ever get like crazy storms here very rarely or tornadoes or anything like that. It's not just a weather bubble, but it's like a people bubble mm-hmm. that you go pe- here, you, you go to this area and it's like a different world. It's like we, we found a place to escape to in this world that is good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Culture, man. It's the culture here is just so amazing.
2: Yeah, because you go to a big yeah. city, they see homeless people, people walking by. Oh, they see a kid. They don't care. Over here, they see somebody struggling. You have like about three or four people just offering yes. to help of one person. Yeah. I mean, it's just awesome. I and mean, just when, good-hearted people here.
0: And when you put that out on, on social media, you know, people step up and help. I've mm-hmm. seen benefits over the past years. I've been doing radio here for 10 years now and i've seen benefits here in this area where people step up and give 10, 20, 30, 40,000 to these families really? that are in need. help them rebuild their houses when something devastating happens. just so much that that this area takes care of itself and its people. and it's, it is really nice to see that. Yeah. wow. they and, weren't doing it for the publicity either huh? no. Mm-hmm. no, they were doing it just to help out of the kindness of their heart. That's what so, this podcast is is
1: transitioning into. Yeah. Is is Curvil and how we can help people. I mean, we're gonna have
0: all kinds of guests on here now. It's opening yeah. up really. And that's why we we kinda read it to the Curvil podcast, because we do wanna have some of those people that have helped so many people and done random acts of kindness and that kind of thing as well. So all right, back to babe seafood bucket here. So so you had an idea for this restaurant, you manifested this restaurant. And w- you opened this restaurant up, and when you did, what happened
2: uh well, I didn't promote it too much it, it like the people just started coming, and yeah. like I said, me opening it it was it was really hard to find people to work uh yeah,
1: that, that's you that's know was a, a bad, bad time. time
2: yeah it it was a bad time to opening, but also too, it's this um. I see uh, these days that a lot of people just don't want to work. I mean, they don't want to work. I mean, unemployment, uh, unemployment, everybody's getting free money. And then that's what I feel sorry for this generation. Now that's coming up is they're not going to learn how to take care of themselves. They're not going to be able to work because they don't know what it is to keep a job for six months and even two, two months. Yeah. And uh, this just I've never seen it in my life. This is, uh, i know so some, hopefully I,
0: I, I know somebody that's had 15 jobs in the past two years i'm just, 15 jobs
2: hopefully you know that we can start beating uh you know us uh older generation could be a better example of encouraging the younger people hey you got to keep a job you ain't gonna have no social security when you get older you know and hopefully they get their hand out of the button just start to work i mean uh I, I i just don't know what to say i mean I don't
0: know if we'll have Social Security anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going away. I don't, yeah. I, don't think, I don't see us having Social Security. My grandma, uh, she passed away in 2019, but she always said that. She's like, I feel sorry for, your, for you kids and, and your kids and your grandkids mm-hmm. because, you know, we got to retire and we got Social Security and you guys aren't going to have that. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know... We can gloom and doom all day, yeah. but, the, but the, solution are, that, the solution to that—the solution to that—is to get up and go to work and build wealth for yourself. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but there there yeah. are some good people who do um, who do work. You know, I, I ain't gonna knock just everybody. You know, I, I got good employees now that that do have uh, works. They're the ones that have stayed with me. But um, like I said, I'm just gonna keep doing the work till you know I have somebody that I know that's gonna cook the same as me do everything the way I want. I mean, I understand, you know, nobody's perfect, but, you know, I'm I'm just going to have to do the work myself, so.
0: how Have you been able to find someone that can do things the way that that you do them?
2: Uh, Yeah, I have a good uh, two guys that are are working for me now, and I'm just training them, and they've been sticking with it, you know, but uh, them two, you know, they they make good money there as well, so they ain't going to (laughs) leave. So you got
1: to pay them good to keep them, huh?
2: Uh, actually they, they're waiters and then they help me out in the kitchen.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. That's wow. awesome.
2: Yeah. 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 They, they make pretty good tips and that's brings it back again. Kerrfield, they're very giving and you know, a guy had somebody, uh, somebody ordered like $20 worth of food. The waiter was tipped a hundred bucks. I, I mean, it's just awesome. It's just, people are just so giving here and they're very appreciated and they understand. Yeah. I guess to the. You know they appreciate hard workers.
0: So well, and they probably appreciate getting uh, crab legs that are <laughs> so good. Yeah. Seriously, I need to go. You I need do? To take my, yeah, my you, you need to get down there, John. I'm going to. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Speaking of getting down there, I was going to come down the other weekend. Rad was performing there. What's
0: going on? Yeah, Rad won the first open mic there.
2: <laughs> yeah, on and the then, comedy.
0: Yeah, the second, the second comedy open mic. Yeah, he didn't mm-hmm. do quite as, quite as good as the first one. It was still good, but not quite mm-hmm. as good. But yeah, so Babe Seafood Bucket is hosting the Kerrville Comedy Tonight events too, mm-hmm. which is very awesome. So thank you for doing that as well, Sarah, because that's, yeah. that's really cool and some entertainment and you guys don't just have comedy there you guys have live music there a lot too
2: we do we have miss lorraine lamone uh yeah. she's a patriot of course uh here at the jam broadcasting she pre- performs every second saturday of every month at 6 30 p.m well, till 9
0: so lorraine is with a different different group but yeah yeah so, but she performs great yes. artist yeah yeah
2: she's an artist on the side you know
0: yeah yeah
2: uh, what else and then we have um Roger Acevedo, head of uh, uh, Kerrville Comedy Tonight with Roland Salazar. They're the ones that have gotten residency with us. So every other month, it's the open mic night. It's, I guess, the third weekend of every month. And then they have, like, we having uh, Clito Rodriguez. That's going to be a good one. November Mm
0: -hmm. 6th on that one. Yes. And
2: then uh, what else we have going on? We also have Excelencia October 29th awesome so we're gonna be doing other stuff like salsa merengue tejano and try to do it once a month uh so i i, I just uh how is it i just like a lot of action going on you
1: diversified your, yes yeah what yeah you, what
0: you and into the
2: type of environment i like to be around so it's either pool tournaments
0: and you guys comedy, have pool tables comedy, there as well oh yeah yeah, yeah. really oh yeah. yeah
2: i'm a big fan of pool me too uh, so like, I just, I mean, it's just all, all my dreams into one building.
0: What would you like to see Babe Seafood Bucket become, or would you like it to stay the same?
2: I, I think it could grow a lot more, uh, because, uh, like I said, you know, I, I'm a person that, uh, I, I get bored easy. Yeah. <laughs> so I definitely like to always keep stuff going and maybe we can, make it bigger where we can do some kind of uh, event on Earl Garrett like once a year and just just see it grow more. I I know it can grow a lot more.
0: It's exciting. It is. It is. It's very exciting. And, an and
2: exciting atmosphere. That's what I, I I love to bring in just one big building. Entertainment,
0: great food. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a win-win situation. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Kerrville
1: is changing. Mm-hmm. It's constantly changing, and uh, we were talking about curveball changing earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, it, is there any way you're going to provide to that change in the future?
0: <laughs> yeah, or do we want to talk to
1: that? Or <laughs> talk about that yet? Yeah, is it you, you want to keep it? on the wraps
2: yeah it's it's kind of stay like stay tuned everybody yeah stay, yeah. Tuned. stay tuned it's gonna one. be a retail but we'll talk about it another time <laughs> <laughs> a retail excitement type so yeah i do Very kind exciting. of yeah it's just uh it's a process so um yeah we are gonna get down to the new greedy
0: well <laughs> <laughs> good okay. needy
2: and naughty okay. i don't know
0: <laughs> if there's something that you could tell somebody that you know they're they're working for the man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're working nine to five, or they're working you know shifts five days a week, and they wanted to start a business, and they wanted to go to on uh, to business in into business for themselves. What kind of advice would you give that person?
2: If you got something in your mind, and it's like you know you have it in your heart where you know this is for you, you can't sleep. Same thing that happened with me. Go for it, do it. Anything's impossible. You ask God for guidance, and He will give it to you. Uh, And also, too, uh, opening up a business, me listening to other people and how uh, to run my business, how to do my business. You have to learn it on your own. Don't take advice from too many people because a lot of people will give you uh, ideas so you won't make it. You know what I what? mean? Cause yeah. It's either because of jealousy or it's because there's just, you know, you, you can't trust people. You or, trust your gut incompetency. instinct. incompetency.
0: It could be uh-huh. incompetency. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. So you got to trust your gut feeling. Always say, hey, you can do it yourself. And uh, yeah, there are people that give you good advice trying to be helpful, but you are going to be your only uh, person that's going to know how to run your business because you're the one running it and it's your business and you go Uh, uh, pretty much. Yeah, you you can do it. I mean, I don't know if I said it right, but yeah, you
1: did. Has anybody noticed it? Yeah, absolutely.
2: I had people, you know, like I said, I had the people that helped me through it, but then I had also two people that try to give me advice and they put me more much in the hole. That's whenever I thought I was going to fail, you know? Uh, so that, that's why I tell people, you know, if you're going to do it, only, you know, your business, you educate yourself, Uh, You ask questions, but then when you finally open it, it's automatically your decision. Don't start off uh, big. If you're going to do a business, you have to do the work yourself. And then you, and then, you know, you can grow and then that's where you can add in more people. But I mean, you yeah. have
0: to build the machine yourself. Yeah, exactly. No, nobody's going to build your machine for you. Yeah. You know, and that's the difference between starting a, a restaurant or a business from scratch or franchising something. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you start a business from scratch, you, you do all the marketing and everything and you're building that machine yourself. Yeah. When you buy a franchise, you're going to have to pay for that machine and you pay for a machine that's already been proven successful And then you still got to manage that machine, but it, for the most part, runs itself.
2: You have to know your business. In other words, you have to know your business because me on the business part, I didn't know too much of it. You have to learn your own business and and everything will fall into place. Everything will fall into place because you let other people run it for you. People take money, people borrow money. I mean, people taking money without you knowing, I mean, that was all my issues that I was going through. So when you run a business, you run it, you learn it. And you gotta know everything about it.
0: Finances, everything down to every single penny. Yeah.
2: Don't trust nobody with your books unless you got all the money to do it. (laughs) But if you want to give away money, that's fine. But if you want to be successful, you have to know everything it is about your business from the food to the napkins to the forts to the spoons everything
0: that's so. awesome i'm very happy for you thank you yeah, same here sarah i mean it's so amazing i know we met uh downstairs and in, in, when my office was downstairs here at jam mm-hmm. we met and this was before babe seafood bucket was i mean uh, you, you hadn't even rented the spot yet for it mm-hmm. when we met and she was talking about it she was telling me what she wanted to do and then the next time I saw Sarah, she was unloading picnic tables <laughs> in the Babe Seafood Bucket. <laughs> yeah, and she was moving into the place. It was I the coolest thing in the world. I mean, it was yeah. so cool that she was moving into the place. Next thing you know, it's open, and uh, and she's also doing something with Jam to where uh, we get lunch from from Sarah and Babe Seafood Bucket once a week. Mm-hmm. And it's every week. I'm I'm like, all right, I'm waiting for Thursday to get here because I know the food's going to be so good. <laughs> yeah. Is that
1: when those sandwiches were here?
0: Yes. Those chicken sandwiches? Yes.
1: Chicken and fish, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was
1: amazing.
2: Well, I'm trying to do now, uh, where I I do now is for the big family orders, you know, uh, where I got the idea was kind of from, like, Fred's Fish Fry, you know, where you can order just a whole bunch of catfish or a whole bunch of tilapia, so I'm going to be doing big family orders like that, too, for the people who, you know, they have... uh, A whole bunch of family you know and they can't either go out they want because of the coronavirus they want to stay in or the new variant you know people want to stay safe so i want to be able to provide uh big old meals for people uh for takeout
0: that's awesome (laughs) yeah yep adapt and overcome for sure yeah sounds like that's what you've done Mm on uh, many levels Mm -hmm. you know all right john what's up man i got one more question all right and then i'm done asking
1: um, are you the first person in your family to do something like this?
2: Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Um, I uh, it, It's kind of weird because I didn't graduate. Uh, my highest level of education was the sixth grade. Um, what else? Yes. And I was locked up for about two years. And, uh, you know, for me being the black sheep and everybody who's you know, finished high school and all that. Um, I thank God. You know, uh, God's blessed me so much. Uh, I've I've become successful. Um, just even be able to uh, open up a restaurant. You know, it's a, uh, for me to live as long as I did. That's you know a blessing itself. But yeah. you know, to help people, me, I I, lo- I just love seeing people who come in to my restaurant. They eat and they're happy. I mean, that's just the most joy. It's it's not even uh, literally about the money. I just want to pay my bills <laughs> from the, from, from the yeah. building and my home. But the, my main thing, and I get a kick out of, is seeing people leave and happy whenever they taste my food. I mean, that just gives me a big old rush. I mean, I just love
1: making people happy. At one point, you didn't think you were going to even make it. Like no, live, no. Right.
2: Yeah, well, that's what I was telling you, because, you know, I took advice from people that were trying to tell me how to run my business and where I should put this money and that.
0: And you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. Yeah, it's a, very true. Yeah. So
2: uh, I was at the point where I didn't know how I was going to pay this, how I paid that, and then all of a sudden, business started picking up, and now we've been consistent, and I have a whole bunch of other things going on, and it's just, you know, it's by prayer, and, I mean, I'm just happy. Uh, I'm, I'm happy all around.
0: It's possible. Wow. What anything's an awesome possible. <laughs> what what a, this uh 35 minutes has been just incredible here. Yeah.
2: Anything's impossible. So if you have a dream, you you go for it. I mean, there's nothing that's not impossible. Uh it doesn't matter where you come from, who you are, who your parents are, what shade of color you are. Anything is possible.
0: You just have to set your mind to it and go. Yeah. Yeah, yep, and yeah. don't hit off the gas. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. And- then that's anywhere. I mean, favorite goes anywhere. It goes farther, further than money because like I said, I didn't have any of it. I didn't have any of it.
0: And there you go. That's going to wrap up uh, episode 29 on the Kerrville podcast here. Thank you so much, Sarah. Yes,
2: thank you. <laughs>
0: and make sure you get down to Babe Seafood Bucket 225 Earl Garrett in Kerrville and try some of those great crab legs and all the other great seafood that she has there <laughs> too. She has buckets, shrimp buckets, uh, shrimp sandwiches, fish, chicken anything. She, she, yeah she has it all down there and even if it ain't bucket. in
2: the menu you want it you call me up and it, it'll be ready in an hour right.
0: that's so awesome <laughs> yep babe seafood bucket make sure you get down there and visit them uh this is going to go ahead and wrap up number 29 you got anything else for today john thank you, yes. you yeah you provided sure. so much value and and uh anybody
1: listening to this if, if you think you're down and out listen to the last uh uh six
0: minutes you, should, you just thank you thank you yes Man, so awesome. All right, number 29 is in the books. You can find it at com. You can also find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and also the YouTube channel on YouTube. Uh, just right. type in Kerrville Podcast on there. There's also a Facebook page, Kerrville Podcast, and you can also get to it through the Jam Broadcasting website at jambroadcasting.com. Big shout out to the awesome people here at Jam Broadcasting for letting us do this podcast in the Mike FM studio twice a week and that's going to go ahead and wrap this one up uh y'all have a great one thank you we will be back with the next episode number big 30 the dirty 30 coming up thursday (laughs) right here on the podcast y'all have a good one until next time